I know you're a family law attorney, but my God, people are people. They have needs across all sectors. Let's start a chamber. Let's continue to help businesses in the U.S. connect to Eastern Europe and vice versa. And we launched last August. We just launched in Warsaw. And I want you to know that as someone who has been there and worked with the Poles in business, they are indeed, my friend, no joke. Now, Carolina, uh, I w- um, moving back to the mainstream of this evening, symposium, uh, <laughs> marriage is, as well, it's a, it's a legal, it's a, an emotional, it's an occupational, religious, financial, child-rearing, sexual, house-owning, emotional, I know I said that twice, union. And when it all starts to come unraveling and undone, typically people do something that, that seems odd. They go to an attorney who helps handle the legal bond, and all the rest of us gets left up in there. Is, is, that, is that a fair uh, summation? It's a very fair summation, and it's also the biggest problem. Mm. And it's a problem that required a solution. Now, you know, I found the solution, and which is why we'll talk about Divorce Dynasty, but it's like, you know, when you're not feeling well and you go to the first doctor, and that doctor gives you some sort of a, you know, a diagnosis, but you're not feeling any better. The meds yeah. that you're given, they don't fix anything. Right. But, right. but you, you're just so convinced that this is the answer. You don't fix anything else. You don't yeah. look for any other problems. And when you don't do that, you'll never be made whole. So as a lawyer, sure, I know the law. I'll help you get through the legal process. We're humans. Right. It's not just about a piece of paper. It's about your holistic approach to a life Very that will good. now change. Very good. Your life is, you are not a seller startup, my friend. You are so rich and so complex and so fulfilled that you need the kind of holistic solutions. And those in business need to, per, uh, to perform them. So I guess really, but in your case, you, you saw all this, 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 this short-sightedness of this solution in your own hard experience when you had your own divorce. Now, what, uh, when you started getting them, what did you need that you weren't getting? Well, you know, in my own experience, I was, uh, and I'm on good terms with, with my ex-husband, so that, that's, I'm lucky that way. Um, but, you know, I was married to um, a, a state senator who was very accomplished, still a state senator, who was a lawyer, ran the finances. You know, I was a social worker before uh, I oh, went to okay. law school. Uh-huh. And yeah. So I was the feel-good. I, you know, ran the house and really gave all the responsibilities. He, he gave words and you gave help. That's very nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and he ran everything. And then so for whatever reason, the marriage fell apart. And I had to come to the table to make certain decisions attendant to my divorce. I didn't know it was up or down. Yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea how to read you know, he ran a law firm, how to read a tax return. I had no idea how to read a retirement state. I had no idea how to read anything. And I have a master's degree in counseling psychology. I'm an educated woman before I went to law school. I said to myself, what is wrong here? But that's not when Divorce Dynasty came into my mind. It's years later after I went to law school. And I went to law school really, and I got divorced in July, I went to law school in January. I didn't waste any time. But it's when I started seeing female clients in my office, in my Short Hills office, women that were married to men such as my ex-husband, mm-hmm. men that ran the households, women right. that came in, put together, looked the role, but again, had no clue. Right. Mascara running, scared. Right. And it's at that moment that I said to myself, what is going on here? Why are these women so out of tune with the simplest of information, such as, what's my mortgage? Well, I, and I think one of the things about it is that when it's very hard for me as a as a host, a radio host, to give a good, cogent question when someone has set my pants on fire. Right. And um, this is 
I, I'm not offering this as an idea to anyone, by the way. <laughs> do not set but, yeah, hands do, on fire. Do not, do, do not try this at home. No, my point is, is, is that they are at their, their most vulnerable. Now, uh, fast-forwarding today, you saw this, but uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about the, the individuals, but so fast-forward today, you saw this. You saw the need. Yes. You saw it coming in. Now, uh, you have then uh, looked at it and said, we need to expand. Could you describe now, right up today, what the divorce divine dynasty proffers to the people coming out? What what is the holistic approach uh, that it offers? You know, and, and I think this goes back to my psychological training and my passion for trying to understand the human mind and the human experience. Um, because at the crux of any change in life, whether it's you know, divorce dynasty really is about death of a spouse, uh, disability of a spouse, death of a child, or divorce. It's, it's the D's, right? right. So before we could do anything, the most important foundation and platform um, or or, um, ideology is the psychology, right? So we have therapists on board. We have social workers on board. We have people that you need to talk to before you trigger the D word because you need to know that you truly want to get divorced. Before we start talking about selling the house and praising the jewelry, no. Are you okay with this? Because usually there's infidelity. There's a letdown. There's a breakdown in communication. So divorce dynasty starts with how are you feeling? What do you need? And once you get to the point of I think I may need to get divorced, I'm your lawyer, I will then connect you with the other professionals. Right. Every person that's going to walk you through whatever needs to be done. But I will not let a client retain me. Mm-hmm. I will not take a case on if I don't think that client is emotionally ready. Okay. Well, as Eddie Cantor once said, you better keep her and you'll find it's cheaper than paying whoopee. And <laughs> that goes with both genders, I might add. So, yes, yeah. there is, you start, one of the things I like about Divorce Dynasty is that it offers the services, but it doesn't shuffle you right through. It says, and, and your surgery is booked for, and the knot is being cut right then. Uh, no, you, you've, you're getting to, to deal with the individual. And that is, I think, very, very I think that I and my firm, you know, I'm a partner at Bud Larner, obviously, so my, my firm, if, if they're listening, they're not going to like this, but I think I'm the only attorney in the Short Hills area that I know that turns clients away and says, come back in a year, come back in six months, you need homework, you need to, you need to do a little soul searching. There is nothing more final, other than death, right. uh-huh. than having a judge, you know, you hear yeah, that gavel go down it. and say, this marriage is now dissolved. It's final. Sure, you can remarry. Most people right. don't. Oh, yeah. It's such a personal, life-changing decision. You cannot, it cannot be a knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we brought up infidelity. Unfortunately, it occurs. People could work through it. Oh, yeah. This is, this is true. I know. Uh, I, I haven't quite been able to understand myself. Why my wife and the pool boy have taken out a, uh, <laughs> a Dr. Kevorkian gift certificate for me. But, but I'm, I'm sure that this is something I can sure, work through. Sure, it's all for good reason. Yeah. If you have just joined us, you are listening to... The Art of the CEO radio show, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. elbows its way directly through the phonetics miasma of cyberspace, where you may listen to this and all our episodes by visiting theartoftheceo.com. That's theartoftheceo.com. And as an added avenue, you may also enjoy us now, because uh, we are proud members of the C-Suite radio network, And the C-Suite is where business explodes with intrigue and profit, my friend. So just visit uh, c-suiteradio.com to hear the Art of the CEO episodes 
and many, many others of great value. Now, so, so come on, I am a lady walking in to, to your office, and I say to you, well, I, I need, I, I need, I to think I, I've got to have. I mean, I know I can't afford it, but I, it, it, I can't go on this way. And so at this point, I think the divorce is something that, and, and that my children should, should, and I, I, and, and then my mascara begins to run. And right. uh, so there's, and, and I'm thinking of my wallet, and I'm thinking of all kinds of things. What can I expect from you when I? So the first thing that I do, and I offer anyone that comes into a divorce dynasty a one-hour free consultation. Most okay. lawyers, uh, you know, don't don't offer the free consultation. Yeah. I do. I spend 15 minutes of that time, and I and I tell my clients, you have 15 minutes to just unload without judgment. Tell ah, me what's going okay. on. And a lot of Why lawyers don't want to hear that. Yeah, you know, let's get to the point. Well, how, you know, what are your assets? What is it? No, it's important for someone to open. I'm sad, I'm crying, I found this out, whatever, you need to open up. And then I say, you know what, I understand, I've been there. Right, right. And now that you're opening up to me, and now that we know you're hurting, let's take it step by step. And I start talking to to the client about the length of the marriage and what's going on. It's a storytelling. I quickly, in my head, identify in my Divorce Dynasty platform world who they need to talk to. Right, right, right. The homework for them when they leave is on speed dial, speaking to, if they need, you know, to speak to a realtor, here's your realtor. If you need to speak to a therapist, this is my go-to. If you need to speak to someone about your children's special needs, this is who you talk to. Talk to these people, get a little more information, come back in a week. Okay. Come back in two weeks. There has to be ownership in the divorce process by the person going through the divorce. It cannot be a knee-jerk reaction. Now, listen, if you get served with divorce papers, well, you obviously need to come in and see me. Then yeah, we need to do some work. Yeah. But if you're in the exploration phase, then it's more homework on the client. And, you ha- and it, again, it depends on who's initiating it, of course. Correct, right. correct. Well, now, I think the, the thing that strikes me about this is uh, that law, as we know the profession to be, is one of the, shall we say, less flexible uh, professions. I always said that, that attorneys are as flexible as pig iron, as a statement of mine. Um, and I, I just and they they tend to be high bounds. And so here you are, part of Bud Larner, in the very well heeled, very divorce rich town uh, with Bud Larner, who has been making a very fine living doing just the way we always have. Thank you very much since 1934. That's correct. And you walk in, and here comes Carolina Denner saying, hey, have I got an idea for you? Now, everybody out there who wants to start something like this, as, as want to see expense, they want to hear from you, how did you approach this? How did you present it to them? What golden words did you use to get the fusty to accept the profitable? You know, it's really funny is I didn't ask. Um, I started Divorce Dynasty uh, as a PR platform. You know, I got uh, 10 of my vetted professionals that I was referring work to, and they were referring work to me. And I said, ladies, we need to unite together to send a united message because all of this kind of works together. You're thinking about your will when you're getting divorced, right? These are things that just come up naturally. Sure. So uh, I, I organized the photo shoot. I found a magazine to do this. It was stunning and gorgeous and overlooking Manhattan. Mm. And one of my senior partner's wives was playing Canasta in Short <laughs> Hills with her girlfriends, 
And I get a call on Friday evening. And he says to me, I love this. Um, do these women work at the firm? I said, no, they don't work at the firm. These are, pro- these are not all lawyers. These are other professionals. Um, and the feedback basically was good for you for thinking outside the box. Because mm-hmm. the one thing about my firm, although it's been around since 1934, is that the true rainmakers realize that you can't sit beside, behind your desk and expect clients to line up. You have to be amongst the people. You have to listen to the people. And you have to be creative and you have to stand out. So trusting that I was at the firm for six years already, okay. that I carry that myself good. with a certain sense of grace and style and, and, and I have certain ethics and that I'm going to do things that are tasteful, I believe that set the stage for them trusting what I'm doing. I see. Uh, but I did consciously move ahead because I thought that if I present this idea, they're going to hide underneath their desks, women in red on a rooftop overlooking yeah. Manhattan, yeah, yeah, yeah. conservative law firm. I knew what my vision was. I believed in my vision, but I also knew the dynamics of my firm. I feel that if this happened day one, it wouldn't have worked. Right, right. So I think we have a quill pen moment here, and that is that, uh, well, Caroline has just spoken a timeless business truth, so I'd like you to take out your quill pen. I'd like you to dip it in your ink well and jot this down, that you have to, if you are presenting an idea, you have to believe in your vision but you also have to understand the tenor and the source of the people you will be giving it to. Take them into condition. I'm glad you brought that up. I it's, thank it's you. It's 100% true. Well, now, uh, recently, uh, Carolina, we had uh, George, excuse me, George Watt on our show who wrote the book Topple, and he was saying that the new model for business uh, that has to be, businesses won't be able to survive if they don't reach out and do the kind of partnering that you're looking at. Uh, do you agree? Is it necessary? I 100% agree. I think that you are only as strong as your network. Mm-hmm. I think that if you're going to be an island all on your own, you're going to get nowhere. You know, I always think of Tom Hanks stuck and talking to that soccer ball. I don't want to talk right, to yeah, a soccer ball. I'd much rather be talking to you. You're better and, and, more in life than Wilson, huh? Right, more than, absolutely, <laughs> uh, unless he starts talking back. But yeah. the, the power of connection, talking to people, listening to people, getting to know their friends and their friends and their friends, that's what makes the world go around. And I have now done this. I'm doing this globally. I went to Cuba. I went to Spain. Uh, I, I went to Ireland. I'm always in Poland. You did those to, to promote women in business, correct? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Women entrepreneurship, dialogue across the world. We may not be speaking the same language wherever we go. You know, I went to India. I went to Israel. But entrepreneurship, the human spirit, and the need to be fulfilled speaks one language. Absolutely. And Absolutely. connecting with the boots on the ground in those countries that share that ideology is the secret to my success. And the emphasis on boots on the ground, if you are dealing abroad, my friend, you've got to do not partner through the mystery of cyberspace. Get yourself there. I speak that from my own opinion, obviously, from Carolinas. So with with a stellar model of Divorce Dynasty igniting your own growth plans, my friend, I believe it is truly time to take a brief sorbet from this Feast of Wisdom and allow me to present to you a few utensils that might help in the feast. And the first utensil, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the, chief, uh, with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, 
allow me to ask, will this be the day that you wake up and rise like a quarterback who's just been snapped the ball, eyes darting everywhere for the next opportunity? Or will you continue to blinder your vision and soul, keeping your eyes on the routine that you feel has got to be done? The choice, my friend, is truly yours. And as a second utensil, I can sense your yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Whips book. So I am thumbing through this with immense alacrity here. And Okay, here we are, here we are. This is it. Uh, number 34. A lobbyist is a corporate agent who sees government as a welcoming gatekeeper, opening the door to other people's money. <laughs> well, and, and as an afterthought, if the particular government serves the people, well, then the lobbyist must present a solid and honest argument to gain his ends. But if the government serves only business, well, then the lobbyist must present cash. He's very flexible. He's lobbyists, wonderful thing. <laughs> anyway, if you smirked a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of the 102 or the 101 Best Business Quips book, and you will discover how your, your own world of wit centers you glowingly and amidst their orbiting and adulating co-workers, or, or something like that. At any rate, as a third utensil, uh, we sumptuously spoon to you the answer to last week's business quotation. That is, the name of the individual who said, Success and failure are both difficult to endure. With success come drugs, divorce, fornication, bullying, traveling, meditation, medication, <coughs> depression, neurosis, and suicide. And with failure comes, well, failure. <laughs> Before we give the answer, I got to ask, Carolina, you're an expert at, at, at success, and, and some of the, uh, some of the uh, uh, shall we say, is, is, this, is this really how it has to go? With this? <laughs> you know, I, for me, success and failure go hand in hand, because mm -hmm. if all you had in life was just rosy days, and, you know, you sat around, everything was beautiful, you would never have anything in you, that fire, to push you further. Right. I... Not that I welcome failures, not that I welcome hard days, not that I welcome hardship, but I do relish in it when it happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It makes me be better. There's a saying, you can't appreciate good art until you've seen bad art. And I think that this is true. That the, the, the beautiful day with the fluffy white clouds and the, uh, becomes a little more meaningful when you've had the drear to back it up and you've stepped out into the light. A hundred percent. I think that, you know, people get complacent when everything is just going the right way. Yeah, you need yeah. something to hurt for you to grow. This is why I got married, actually. <laughs> oh, uh, no, maybe maybe not. Anyway, we're getting back here. The word, Those words were spoken by none other than the prophetical author of Catch-22, Joseph Heller. And stick with us, my friend, because later on in the show, Blurting Your Way, comes yet another quotation and if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's I-N-F-O at bartsbooks.com. And if you are correct, your knowledge will earn you a soul-igniting gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And before we return to Carolina's uh, stirring client-centered growth strategies, Allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we're here today. And that company is Prometheus Publishing, which invites you to take a look at a book which well, it's really helped a great many women in their careers, entitled Behind Every Successful Woman Is Herself. 
this is it's really a gem of a guy. It embraces the thoughts of scores of leading business women and provides and men and provides the techniques and disciplines and those all important attitudes that are right going to help the woman move uh, her career and her ventures up onto that meteoric rise. It makes a great ideal gift for the graduate who's on her way into the business community, uh, or if you just need to bootstrap your very capable self off your current plateau. Pick up your copy from bartsbooks.com bookstore, or you can go to Amazon, where all Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides have had their prices slashed due to our Valentine's Day sale, and congrats, and may you all have a romantic season. Carpe diem, my friend, you are indeed worth it. Now, with utensils in hand, let's turn our gross seizing spirit back to the wise examples and strategies laid out by Carolina Denhard, founder of Divorce Dynasty. Now, Carolina, you, you have set up these series of partnerships, and, yeah. and if I am a, a real estate broker who feels that I could contribute to, to give some wise counsel to your folks, uh, how would, if, if I, and I present this to you, what would you look for in me, and how would we set up the relationship? So the Divorce Dynasty started, as I mentioned earlier, as a PR campaign with some, right. you know, a key vetted professionals in each sector. Right. Now that the campaign is in its second year, obviously people are reaching out saying, well, I know you have a realtor, but I'm a realtor in South Jersey. I'm a realtor in upstate right. New York. Right. So yeah. what I'm doing is inviting folks from different areas, from different states, to be available as a resource to my client. I have a right. client, for example, trying to sell property in Boca Raton. I need a realtor in South Florida. And how this works really is quite simple. It's just referral services. Mm -hmm. So I send you a client, you do right by them, think of me when you need a divorce lawyer. Okay, so it's not a, it's, they're not referral fees and so forth. No, no. Right. As, as a divorce attorney, you know, I can't take referral fees. Nor can uh, so, medicine. They're very, very strict So this about is that. simply, um, it's easier to recommend someone that's vetted, the client feels more comfortable, right. than picking up, you know, uh, shooting a dart, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, I get to know these people. I get to know their brands. I'm building a website right now. I'm writing mm -hmm. a book. Um, so, you know, about the process of Divorce Dynasty and why you need to have these different professionals. But it's really about the referral program. Now, some of these individuals, like a CPA, I will, my clients will hire them to work with me on the divorce. Right. Forensic right. work. We need to trace assets. So, so some become part so of the legal team. So she and the CPA will sit there, uh, will we'll sit at the same table from time to time as you're, as you're hammering out the process. Exactly. Okay. Or the child psychologist. If two people mm -hmm. can't agree on what to do with little Johnny post-divorce. Is it is it true that in most divorces the loser keeps the children? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I've always wondered about that. You know, I, the, the real the answer to that is never fight over your kids. Never put your oh, kids in the middle. That is thank the most, you for saying that. Those are the most horrible, hard, horrible oh, divorces, horrible divorces. These kids, they're already going to have to get used to the new dynamic of the right. two households. Mm -hmm. Keep right. them out of it. Yeah. But listen, when the issue arises, we have phenomenal experts that we work with, kind people, educated people mm -hmm. that are going to, you know, approach this from a holistic perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they need to testify in court, they're also experts. Yeah, that is it. And uh, now, give us just so people understand this: an expert witness is an expert witness is someone that is well versed in the area that they are hired to represent and comment on. So, an expert would be a forensic accountant opining about the value of a company that now needs to be divided up in a divorce. Right. A custody expert, a psychologist or psychiatrist that's going to opine on who is the better parent who's the more fit parent. It's someone that's well-versed and qualified to give an opinion on the area of their testimony. 
I I think this is it's poignant and it's true, but and the legally definition and to be an expert witness you have to have a stand a notch above they say a step above the common knowledge of yes. uh, what I what I would call it Yes, and you have to be qualified by yeah. the judge. Yes, that's that's also true. I wanna uh move on that uh have you could you give us uh, before we leave this idea of bringing other people in could you uh, have you got some tips if if I am in a field in another field of law or in a, in, in in general business and I'm looking to spread this customer centric uh, need? Could you give me a couple of tips for getting my for doing my own business? Yeah, I think the most important thing to do is first you need to identify you know who your market's going to be and then once you identify it, for example, if it's a person, if it's a human out there, right. what are those individuals' needs. If I'm a patent law attorney and I help people, you know, establish patents, what else do they need? Then they need a manufacturer. They need somebody to make the gadget. They need somebody to ship the gadget. So who are the people that you can work with to expand your circle of the service you're providing? We can't just think inside a tunnel or box. Mm -hmm. If I just thought that I'm just a family law attorney or a divorce attorney, I'd be sitting on my desk with no clients. You have to think about a holistic approach to what your client needs and then identify the individuals that provide that service, and then be willing to share. I always say look at your career as the contribution you are making, not the job slot. And you're saying look at your client as a whole need. person and find the whole web of needs that they require. I, I, that's great. Now, I'd like to delve into, uh, as we come or moving down toward the end here, I'd like to delve into an attitude arena here. It seems obvious from all the television shows that I see, from reading the New York Times, it does endless articles on having women testify how men do badly, uh, that, that it's very obviously that the masculine is the gender that's currently out of favor. We have uh, be, been lambasted from one end to the other. Uh, they, on, on, If you look at the television shows, if you look at uh, everything that comes down, the, I get the message that modern man's sole role should be as an apologist for suffering daily, for all the suffering that he causes for women kind, and that should be his prime role in life, apparently. And uh, so my question is to you, uh, does Divorce Dynasty champion this hate fest, or is, do you find something else that's a little bit more productive? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, Divorce Dynasty actually serves both men and women because there's plenty of okay. men that uh, that stay home and raise children, and and the women are out, you know, top CEOs in companies and, and earning the money, and and the guys get divorced and they have no clue about what's going on in their household. But I'm a different uh, creature. I believe in accountability. I believe that we are humans first, gender second, and we have the freedom of choice and we have the the ability to hurt one another. And it, that that does it doesn't matter if you're man or woman. We have to take accountability for what we do. And I think that a lot of women uh, share my opinion that we're not all looking to blame men for what's going on uh, poorly in the world. There's plenty of women that cause bad things to happen. I think it goes back to, you and I talked about this before we went on air, your values, your core values. How will you get from point A to point B? Will you step on people or will you put your best foot forward? And notwithstanding whether you're a man or a woman, it's how you behave in our society. If you behave badly, the reaction will be poor. If you behave in a way with respect and sophistication and value and caring for others and kindness, you will be treated in kind. It's not a gender issue. It's a performance issue. 
People should be judged by the content of their character, as the great Martin Luther King said. Exactly. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, I have just, uh, but we do have to run, unfortunately, but I, I uh, do want to ask you, 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 you don't just slave away in the law, law library. You obviously are helping women entrepreneurs move ahead. You're uh, doing this. If I find that I am considering, man or woman, I guess I can say now, yeah. if I am considering a divorce, how might I get a hold and get in touch with you? So the best place to find, I mean, I'm obviously all over social media. Divorce Dynasty right. is all over social media. Uh, within the next six weeks, there's going to be a website. But the best thing to do is do to... You have a, do you have a domain name for that website? It, the, it's going to be The Divorce Dynasty. Okay. Um, Divorce Dot Dynasty, com. Dot com. Divorce okay. Dynasty uh, is on Instagram, is on Facebook. Um, Bud Larner. Uh, B-U-D-D-L-A-R-N-E-R.com, and, and, and my link is the best way to get in touch with um, me. Right. And emailing uh, divorcedynasty at gmail.com is the best way to also reach me with a question. Okay. And Very if good. you're not looking to get divorced, you just want a good realtor, email me anyway, because I have the people. All right. Excellent. Excellent. I thank you very much for coming on today. It's been uh, it's been quite enlightening for me, and I really am so glad to see that someone is considering the client when it comes time to grow. So thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And so, as we round out today's feast, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's quotation, and that is, who was it who said, an acquaintance is a person whom we know well enough to borrow from, but not quite well enough to lend to. <laughs> and as a hint to the author, this devilly dictionarial writer and self-defined cynic felt that war was God's way of teaching Americans geography. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be. Send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely career-changing gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, smiles and client gratification are far better indicators of an enterprise's success than balance sheets. And to you, gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much as Carolina and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this and all our shows by, by visiting theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you, who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege, and I thank you.